Yo, yo, you're back with your host Slim Bands. We're here for another episode of The Fundamentals. Ah, you know, before I do this, I'm going to start off with saying happy weekend. Um, you know, we've we've seen a lot of loss the last year with COVID and other such deaths. So if you're alive, thank Yahweh for another year. Thank Yahweh for another day. I think we're learning how valuable it is in life to really be grateful for the things that we have. You know, and also shout out to the um, Asian community. A lot of um, prejudice going on. And, you know, guys, I don't really like to keep it political here, but this is just basic humanity. You know, be grateful for everything that you have. And yeah, let's get back to the fun stuff. <laughs> you know, it was, a, it was a great day on the stonk exchange for slim band stocks. I mean, damn, my stocks were rising. Whew, big shot. I mean, I told you about my boy Iggins Wiggins of Andrew. I mean, damn. It's like, it's like I'm winning, man. I'm winning. I am winning. Jordan Paul out there with another efficient 25. Man, my stocks could never be higher. I'm soaring right now. I'm on a wave of ecstasy. I'm about to break up with my wife and tell her, I don't need you anymore. I'm rich. I'm joking. Now, all jokes aside, wow, what a game. And I tell you what, it's, it's easy, man. Listen, Sport isn't complicated when you have talent. And that's just the basics of it. I think sometimes great minds can complicate things because they are trying to find a way to validate themselves. And that's what we always have to understand. The greatest minds sometimes trick themselves. And the game is simple when you have talent. When you don't have talent, that's when it gets complicated because you have to basically find ways to hide the redundancy of skill, talent, technique, and, you know, the fundamentals. Wink, wink. But I'm bummed. Now, that's corny, man. But straight up, <laughs> sometimes I make myself laugh in here, man. I mean, really has. But straight up, man, you got to get it, man. And when you have a, ta- a player as talented as Andrew Wiggins, and to a lesser extent, Jordan Poole, you got to let them play. you got to let them play. We are finding out, and I said this on the last uh, podcast and all over my Twitter, get at me, Slim Bands. It's the only way. Get on my Twitter, Slim Bands. What is seven four, seven four? 7-4. 7-4. Yadig, Now, what you got to understand is shot creators and spot-up shooters require a completely different offense. So for a shot creator, you find that they're not really empowered. They're not empowered in a motion offense. Is it because the offense is particularly bad per se? No, no offense is bad or good. It just reflects the talent level and the required skills of the roster that you have in hand. So for shot creators such as Wiggins, who need rhythm, and Jordan Paul to a lesser extent, they need rhythm, okay? They're going to make take some shots that you think, why, why would you do such a thing? They're going to take those difficult shots. They're going to take... They're going to take shots that just have you scratching your head. And you have to give people of that talent, athletes with that level of talent, the jurisdiction and the freedom to be empowered with what they do. It is so important. So, for instance, Jordan Poole is going to chuck up some horrible shots. He just He's just going to chuck up some shots that you just think, why? But you have to let him do that so he gets into a range. He gets into range, he gets into rhythm. Andrew Wiggins is different. He's not going to take, you know, the shots from three. He's going to pull up into an ISO dribble, 
behind the legs two times, step back, hezzy, and then rise up for a pull-up. Well, you're just thinking, why didn't you just drive to the rim? That's him getting his rhythm. You have to allow him to take maybe two to three bad shots in, in, his, in his rhythm so that he can get into the rhythm that sees him, you know, drive to the rim two times, then a fadeaway, then a corner three. And that's what happened yesterday. Kerr had no choice. He couldn't, you know, give it to Draymond in the post, run the split action and all the off-ball action to get Steph involved. He had to rely on Wiggins and, and Jordan Poole to create reliable offense. Now, that game was their most offensively, was their most, they had their best production offensively. And it doesn't make sense from the outside, right? Because you're losing your best player. You're losing a player that is probably going to go down as the best offensive player to ever play the game. And that's crazy for a 6'3 guard. In, in fact, Steph Curry is more like 6'2. He's more like 6'2. That boy, them underarmers, they, they chunky. <laughs> they BBW underarm shoes, man. They chunky. <laughs> they got all the weight. You know, you see them, they're jiggly. <laughs> them babies, chunky, extra chunky. You know, you know, you with them, them girls, they're extra chunky. You know, they got, they got all the trimmings. <laughs> them shoes got all the trimmings. I mean, <laughs> that boy could be 6'6 with them way the Under Armour produced them shoes. But, you know, shout out Kari, man. He's doing his thing with his brand. I'm a Nike boy. You know, until, until sponsors change and I'm whatever you want me to be. I mean, damn, Slazenger gonna pay me the bag. I'm, I'm Slazenger boy. You know, feeler gonna pay me the bag. I'm feeler boy. You know, but I digress, man. Even without Steph, they had their best, I think, offensive production. Now, again, it doesn't make sense until you look at how Steve Kerr played them. He let them play. He let them play. And in doing that, in feeding his best shot creators, the other guys who aren't pure shot creators or aren't real offensive threats like Draymond Green, Kavon Looney, they ended up getting into their own rhythm. Now, you saw, I think Draymond had his best game. He had stats that were real and authentic, not those crappy stats that he did against Houston where he was just just bum-rushing the offense. No, 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 no. He had real stats. And to the casual fan, he didn't do anything. He had, what, two points and a whole barrage of assists. You know, he did get his double-double, but it was more than that. He was doing so much of the off-ball action, the screening, his timing of his screens, the angle of his screens, the recognition of where Wiggins wants the ball. In fact, sometimes making plays on Wiggins' behalf that Wiggins himself didn't understand. Do you understand? So it was more than just simply getting his stats. He was doing things that to the naked eye or to the casual fan didn't mean anything. No, no, no. He was big. He was big for Andrew Wiggins' performance. Wiggins doesn't get 40 without Draymond doing his thing. Kavon Looney suddenly looks like... Nah, let me not lie to you, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you and say you look good. That, that boy looks stiff. Oh, my God. That boy looks stiff. That boy look... I mean, he has... Look, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but man, I feel sorry for his gun in the bedroom, and that boy looks stiff. I mean, to be 6'9", 6'10", that stiff, I know she ain't enjoying that. I'm going to keep it up, but I know she ain't enjoying that. But, you know, you got to get the bag. You know, you don't want to end up like Saweetie. Go get that bag. You know? <laughs> nah, man, I digress. I don't want to be rude. Shout out, Louie. I don't want to be rude, man. But you know you know how we do on this podcast. We keep it a buck. We keep it a buck and fitty. You know? We keep it a buck. But they look better. They look better. Damian Lee looked good because now he's getting space. He's getting space because, to be honest, the offense was, you know, so 
fueled by Paul and Wiggins that the defense collapsed to them. It shaped themselves to them and it allowed the bench players to do their thing. Even Wanamaker or Wano Buckets. Because that boy, my God, I mean, he him now, brothers like him, you just gotta you gotta do a timeout. I mean the dude's taking pull up things like he's Kemba. I don't know who told that troll ass looking boy to start pulling them pull up threes. I don't know who told him. I don't know someone gotta tell him. No, someone got to tell their boy privately and make it discreet. That ain't you. My brother, that ain't you. Because <laughs> these brothers are starving. <laughs> you know, these brothers are starving. I mean, he, he taking shots like he actually got the back. He ain't got no back. You know, but everyone looked better. And that is why you have to empower your shot creators. And I think for Steve Kerr, it's a it's a humble lesson for him. And he has to take it on the chin and... I hope that when Steph comes back, he doesn't revert back to old habits because he's had a roster when he first came that was devoid of real shot creators. You had Iggy, Clay. I mean, Harrison Barnes was a shot creator, but wasn't as good as, wasn't as dynamic as Paul, wasn't as skilled as Wiggins. I think he's a level below Wiggins in terms of that skill. Wiggins has reached, there are only about 12, 10 to 12 guys that are on par with or higher than Wiggins in terms of shot creation. In terms of, I get it out that triple threat, and I'm a problem. His footwork, fundamentals, his athleticism, that first step, his ability, his body control, his core, you know, his ability to read and react to what the defense has given him. It, it's skill. It's skill. And again, I was talking about this on Twitter before. What is aggression? A lot of casuals don't understand what aggression is. They think aggression is doing what Ubre does, which is just, I'm just going to bow my way to the rim. Like Zion, I'm just going to, boy, five guys in the paint, uh, I'm going to make a way. I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a man. No, no, that's, that's, that's not what aggression is. You don't have to do that to be aggressive. Steph Curry is very aggressive. Steph Curry doesn't, is not barreling to the rim. He's very aggressive. Aggression is... Can I get to my spots and how hard do I get to my spots? With how much intensity do I get to my spots where I'm hot and make it rain? Kawhi is very aggressive, even though his knees are degenerative. He's not really a force at the rim like that, but he's very aggressive. Because how hard does he get to his spots? How intense does he get to his spots? And once he gets to his spots, how is he trying to impose his will on you? That's what aggression is. Wiggins is super aggressive. But he's aggressive in a, in a way similar to T-Mac, similar to the 90s guys, where it's, I'm going to get to my spot. I know I'm a superior athlete. Even in a world full of athletes in the NBA, he's a superior athlete. He knows I can get by by my first step. I know you have to guard my first step. Now I can get into my dribble combo. Now I can put real put the moves and the footwork and the jabs in my triple threat because I know you're scared of my first step. Now I can rise above you and bucket. These things are what measure aggression. It's not just barreling your way to the rim. It's some little basketball nuance for you. And when you empower shot creators as you did, you will see what happens. Everybody else who are, you know, the role players can really shine. And Steve Kerr, this is the first time he's had a roster filled with this many shot creators. You have Steph, Wiggins, Jordan Poole, EP and Ubre. Ubre is the, the, the lowest level shot creator, but he is still a shot creator. He just does it in a very methodical way. It's a crab dribble. It, it's herky-jerky. He's got a very herky-jerky game. It's the type of game that you play in the park, you play in the rec league, and you laugh at him 
when he starts, you know, doing his dribble, but he ends up with 30 points. You know, the, you know, those guys you play with that you look at them and you just think this guy sucks. He sucks. Ends up with 30 a game and you just don't understand how it happened. It's, it's a herky jerky game, but it works. And listen, even for myself, I've, I've played with people that it's a herky jerky game. I've coached people. It's a herky jerky game. And you keep telling them stop, but you have to understand that's how they get their rhythm. It's herky jerky. Not everyone is Kyrie. And even an EP, he's another guy that he's got a very New York style ISO game. I get it in that mid post. You know, again, another aggressive player. I'm going to jab step. I'm going to go through my combinations. And, you know, if you don't give me what I want, I'm just going to bully you anyway and get to the bucket. You know, Jordan Paul is a very dynamic shot creator. He's he's more European. He's more of a he's got more of a European game in terms of European players. Genuinely, generally don't tend to overpower you with their skill. That's not what they and that's not what they're trying to do. They take what is given to them. They and that's why their skill set is so diverse because they're taught to take what is given to you. Because if you know the European game is similar to football. I play football, you, you take what is given to you. Whereas in, in the American game, it's more, I do what I do, and I'm going to force it over you. It's a very aggressive game in that sense. The European game, that's why you have centers who can pass, who can shoot, who can handle, because they're taught to give what the defense is giving you, not to try and impose your will. And Jordan Poole is not an impose your will guy. He's not aggressive. He's not an aggressive scorer. He's a skilled playmaker. Because Jordan Paul's not going to just take, he's not going to try and impose his will. But he understands what the defense has given up naturally. It's a natural instinct and he takes it. Now you have to empower those guys. And Steve Kerr got a humble lesson. And Wiggins got a 40 ball and slim band stocks just keep rising, baby. <laughs> what do you do, baby? But that game was a testament of how good the Warriors can be if used correctly. You know, um, they got back-to-back second game today. No Kavon Looney. I mean, they say it's because of health and safety protocol. Nah, that boy just busted. <laughs> that boy busted. I mean, he <laughs> he dived on the ball twice. That's all you're going to get for him for the year. Wrap him up in ice. I know them joints are screaming. Free me! Like Meek Mill and Bobby Schmurder a couple months ago. They screaming, free me. You know, but it is how it is. I think... You know, I need to look at the college basketball. I'm going to start looking at college basketball. I know a lot of you guys are high on Cade Cunningham. You know, I'm not... To be fair with you, I am not too high on this draft. I'm going to take a hot take here. I am not too high on this draft. There's not a player that I look at in this draft and I think, wow. Wow. Even last year's draft, I think, was more talented than this year's draft. And I'm going to say that. I'm going to put myself on the ledge here. You know, some of you could take this screenshot, screen record this and say, this guy's a bum. But I'm going to put myself on a ledge here. Because, you know, my stocks have never been higher. When you're rich, you can start gambling. I'm joking. Nah, but really, I may be rich. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. I don't look at this, this draft and think, wow. I look at a bunch of guys who have talent, but need a lot of work. A lot of work. I think this... The draft that we had last year with Anthony Edwards, Lamelo, uh, Wiseman, Halliburton, Quickly, I think that draft is more talented. And I think this draft is going to have a couple busts. This draft is going to have a couple busts. But 
you know, I'm interested to hear what you guys think. You know, comment below. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys think, you know, on the draft prospects. What else we got? Um, you know, the, the uh, Magic beat up the Nets. You know, I'd, I wouldn't take anything into it if you're a Nets fan. You know, you just you just couldn't be bothered to play the Magic. I don't blame you. No, especially given Florida have that no mask mandate. <laughs> I don't need, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't need any money down to know what James Harden was doing. I knew that that boy abused them strip clubs. I don't care about what the NBA said. I know that boy abused them strip clubs. But you know, Nets are fine. Nets are gonna be fine. Now you're doing this all without KD. I I would be worried about Kevin Durant's health though, because. Coming back from these injuries and playing the minutes that you did. And this was a problem I had with the Nets. They were playing them about 40 minutes straight up the, the rack. Straight off the bat, 41, 42 minutes. That's ridiculous. And I think what you're trying, what you're seeing now is his body has been overcompensating. And he's starting to get injuries in other areas. And that's why they're resting him now. Because they it was it was poor. It was poor. But, you know, you've got two all-time great players. You've got Bruce Brown, who's playing really well. You've got Jeff Green, who's been amazing. And I think Steve Nash is finding himself as a coach. So if you're a Nets fan, you're doing well. You know, the Hawks getting on a little win streak. I mean, their, their opponents have been straight garbage. But, you know, it's good for the psyche, good for the confidence. Trey Young, you know, finally understanding that it's not always about being ice tray. It's about being a winner. So you guys got good things going on there. Um, yeah, what else have you got? I think I've wrapped it up. I think I've wrapped it up. You know, here's your weekly assessment. And hopefully we come back with a couple more wins for the Warriors. You know, I'm dubs only. But yeah, we're going to see what happens today. We're going to see if Kerr has tried to be Socrates again or he just let the offense flow. But you know how it is. It's Slim Bance, the host of the fundamentals. We breaking it down. Appreciate everyone tuning in, man. And if you're here for the end, I've got a special treat for you. Nah, I lied. I lied. I lied. Don't believe me. I am a true liar. <laughs>